Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys, where uh, I forgot how I was going to start this thing. So don't worry about it, but welcome. I'm Jeff Cavanaugh of 97 Won the Freak in DFW. And I'm going to try to hit the right button for my friend and the star of this show, former Cowboys wide receiver, Jesse Holly. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. Ever seen somebody so happy to hit the right button, Jesse? <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, you don't want to screw stuff up. Our presentation is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online, and um, we appreciate them. It's your number one source for all your betting needs, where you can get the latest odds, lines, matchup reports for any sport that you want. And again, I tell you, but y'all not going to listen. Leave them point spreads alone in the preseason in football. You don't. You have no idea what they're doing. Even the Ravens. The Ravens hadn't lost a preseason game since 2016, and they just lost one. Why? Because the Commanders tried really hard. They tried so hard in the preseason. But head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Get in on the action. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, we are gearing up for preseason game number three, the grand finale. Cowboys will be hosting the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Jesse, you sent me a text this morning. You're like, hey, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta put something down. We gotta get together. We gotta get in the lab because holy crap, man, there are these guys. One guy on offense, one guy on defense. He's got a he's got a really ball out here. And I was like, all right, I can't wait to hear Jesse tell me about a random defensive lineman and a random offensive lineman as we just try to get through this thing without anyone who's gonna make the roster breaking anything so that we can go play real football. Hey, Jesse. Yeah, um, I ain't going that deep now. Like, you know, that that's that's not for me. That's not for us. Jesse. Jesse, it's a big day for Brock Hoffman now. And that's not that's not our deal. Our, our it's a deal big was, day for Isaiah Land now. You know what? Isaiah Land's a guy who who can who can flirt around and be on this roster or somewhere in the mix of some things. Um, but yeah, man, preseason game number three, the new format, right? There used to be preseason game number four, four of them. Now there's three of them, and so. Uh, the rosters have changed. That's the one good thing I do agree with, right? Having the 90-man roster, it, it allows you now to have more guys in camp so guys are not wearing down. You're not picking guys up the street left and right. They can get to the end of training camp and, relatively speaking, um, stay stay healthy. The Cowboys in the last week or so has had three ACL injuries. So, I mean, I hope, I hope, I hope we weren't getting like, oh, man. You know, it's like all offseason we've been getting – Man, what a great offseason. No trouble, no injuries. Boy, what a great mini camp. No injuries, no offseason, no off the field stuff. OTAs, training camp, no injuries, no off the field stuff. And then it's like right before the season starts, we get an off the field arrest. Okay, but timeout. Timeout, to be fair. All right. As Jerry said, this time he was only, now Jerry was wrong. I'm going to give the right miles per hour. This time he was only going 71. He wasn't going 98. Ooh. That's 27 miles per hour lower. Sam Williams is maturing. But he's getting high. Well, I mean, look, if you want to have a – as a guy who doesn't even smoke, so I could get up on my pulpit and be like, you, THC, using Sons of Biscuits. Uh, like, the fact that weed, 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 misdemeanor, THC extract of weed in a vape pen felony, like, I don't care. 
And I think the fact that he had THC vape pen and it's a felony made the gun a misdemeanor because now you have a controlled substance and a gun. And I literally couldn't care less about either one of those two things at all. No, not that we're not going to get off on the same way, but But be smarter. There's a little concern about that because he's, he's making these little mistakes over and over and over again, which is eventually going to compound to something bigger than he thinks. It's not going to be just a, you know, a Jerry joke. It's going to be something more serious one day. So I hope he gets smarter with that. Um, but yeah, we are here preseason game number three versus the Raiders. And this is like to most people, I, I will say this game means nothing unless you're Jesse Holly's of the world. Facts. Everything. Facts. This, this is the game that means everything to you. This is the game that separates you a lot of times from going back, having to work security, having to work at T-Mobile, having to sell insurance, having to be an Amazon driver, which by, by no means are any of those jobs. Uh, let you know less than no UPS is getting paid. You see UPS getting paid, um, but yeah, the, the, that is the difference from you being on an NFL roster or NFL um, uh, uh, practice squad. Which also, by the way, for anyone who ever gets on the internet and tells a guy who's on the practice squad, you're just on the practice squad. Those guys make one hundred twenty thousand dollars. Just want to let y'all know that they make good money. They make that in seventeen weeks. So if you're not making one hundred twenty thousand dollars in seventeen weeks, then you can you can you can turn your face up anytime to a guy making one hundred twenty thousand dollars in seventeen weeks. Uh, but yeah, this, there's games like this that are not only are you auditioning for your football team, you're also auditioning for thirty-one other football teams across the league. And film is paramount. Getting out there is paramount. You always want when I was at practice two days this week, and, and I got a chance to talk to Will McClay. And this is. You always want guys like Will McClay to go into his office and make the decision when your name comes up difficult, right? Like, okay, Dak Prescott, his name, Dak Prescott's name not even on the board. If it's on the board, it's for decorations, right? There's certain guys who named, Michael Parsons named on the board for decorations. Guys like that, Kurt, uh, Curtis Martin, Zach Martin's name on the board for decorations. But there's what, if they cut, what if they cut Micah? Okay, back to you. The rest of those guys on the board, <laughs> you know, uh, really have to look at the situation and go, hmm. And like I said to you, one guy on offense from me that I think when you look at that name, those names on the board, Semi Fahoku. Semi Fahoku to me is one of those guys, that, see, one of those names on the board that, hey, you've been around here for two or three years. I know that you've had some injuries, but guys like you, you, you you're, you're big, you're fast. You, you're kind of in that project mode, but we've gotten to year three and you haven't jumped off the page. You, we've gotten to year three and you haven't been able to move up the depth chart. You haven't been able to secure your spot on this football team in year three. And guys who have been here, got here six months ago, are getting and playing more than you are or, or, or having op- more opportunity than you are. So a guy like Sidney Fahoku, this is everything for him. This is everything for him. He wants to have a good showing so that maybe they go, Maybe the light bulb's turned on. Maybe it's it. Maybe we can't just let him go just yet. Yeah, but maybe maybe he's just uh, he's been sitting in Jalen Brooks' roster spot. So let's just yeah. And that's yeah. the and that's the next conclusion. It's go. You know what? Because every couple of years we have to recycle the projects, right? What what is who who is and what is the new project? And now the guy who were in that spot, if you haven't elevated yourself to a place where now that you are considered 
a, a formidable member of this football team, you lose your you lose your project spot now. We're going to give it to Jalen Brooks. We're going to give it to Drummond. We're going to give it to another guy like that. You know, a guy like Dennis Houston, who started game for the Cowboys last season. We don't even talk about him anymore. We haven't talked about him at all. And Which, hey, I'm going to tell you this. The only thing that that tells you is that, like, if you are not high on the Cowboys this year, like, that's your problem. You should be. There are guys who shouldn't be in the NFL that were starting for you. <laughs> last year going into the season and you won 12 games and like, okay. Jeff's rules for winning at NFL football. All right. Mr. Quarterback man, guys who block for Mr. Quarterback man, guys who Mr. Quarterback man throws to guys covering the guys that Mr. Quarterback man is throwing to and guys trying to tackle quarterback man. That's where you got to be at your best. And look, that's most of the things in football. I get it. It all revolves around that dude sacking him, protecting him, who he throws to, and who stops him from throwing to. So we're looking for corners, wideouts, uh, quarterback, obviously, offensive line, and pass rush. Those are the five most important things in football. And one of them, you won 12 games, and you sucked at it last year. Receivers weren't even good. And now... You're not going to have any of that nonsense of due to, and no disrespect to Dennis Houston. He had a nice play last week. Like if he sticks around the NFL and carves out a nice career for himself, good. I hope so. But to go from starting Noah Brown and starting Dennis Houston to starting healthy Michael Gallup and Brandon Cooks, you upgraded, and I didn't even bring up Stephon Gilmore, but he falls into the five most important things. You upgraded significantly at two of the five most important things in the sport. And you've won 12 games two years in a row. The Cowboys are going to be really good. They're going to be really good until an offensive lineman gets hurt. Yeah, but have we, like, in the last couple of years, I don't think we've debated whether Cowboys be good or not. It's it's never the regular season for us. Like, this team has historically, I shouldn't say historically, let's say in the last decade, this team has been a 10, almost, a, almost book it, 10 plus wins a year. Like they've been that in the last 10 years, even in their eight and eight seasons. Yeah. Like, with a healthy quarterback, they've been good. Most pretty much all the time. And we, 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 we don't dispute that. It's, it's, as we always know, it's what happens when we get in the playoffs. Okay. But here's the difference. If you wanted to, um, oh, Jeff, don't do this. Don't, really? don't get too high really? on, don't get too high really? on stuff. If San Francisco wanted to line up tomorrow, THC it, the Cowboys will spank that ass. You think so? I do. Really? If they have all five offensive linemen, they will spank that ass because the 49ers, they're going to score 19 again. The 49ers are not going to shut down C.D. Cooks, Gallup Tolbert, Pollard, Deuce, and Dak if he has his offensive line. You're not going to shut that down. You can shut down C.D. Lamb and Zeke. I know that because if you took me and you and we had one other guy, so we could play zone three on two against those guys. We could have stopped them. All you had was CD. That was it. And like that's the difference. When you get to great, you're going to win twelve games because the teams you're going to play some are good, some are bad, some are middling. And if you're, you'll we'll, we'll have a chance early in the year to go get some, the Niners. You'll yeah, see. Go spank them too. What you want? You want some more steak? You I want another steak? steak? I love steak. We'll we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. I don't want this. We'll come back to that. You know what's got me way too uh, way too cocky right right now recently? 
And uh, it's weird because I've been covering the team for too long that I'm no longer really a diehard. Like, I do want them to win. Life is better when the Cowboys win, but when they lose, it doesn't really affect me because it's just been a job for too long. Uh, I was sitting with a buddy of mine who works at The Athletic. He's an NBA editor. His name's Tyler Sweetman. And uh, he's a diehard Eagles fan, and he was we were just talking about what teams the NFC are going to make the playoffs. And he was like, well, Cowboys are going to win the East. And I was like, wait. I was like, you're a diehard Eagles fan. Like, I think I'm going to pick the Eagles to win the East. And he was like, no. He's like, Hurts won't have that good of a year again. The offensive line's getting older. I'm like, you got the best offensive line in football. He's like, yeah, but they're not going to be the same. Like, they're getting up there. And I'm just like, oh, everybody's like us. I don't think about other teams. And, like, a strength is a strength. We look at our team and start picking. And I'm sitting there with a diehard Eagle fan. He's like, oh, yeah, the Cowboys are going to win the division. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. But is he setting his, like, is because some people will go, like, all right, let me set my bar really, really low. Because in their heart of hearts, they want to say, we're awesome, we're this, we're that, we're, we're going back to the bowl. But it's like, uh, let me, you know, no one has won this division back-to-back since 2004. Let me lower my expectations. Let, let, me, let, let, me, let me believe less and get shown more instead of being believing more and being shown less. Right. So I yeah, there is there is two time there is two kind of fan of your team. Maybe there's three. Maybe there's normal people, but there's the first kind, which is the diehard. They're gonna win it all the time. We're the best. Talk crap to you all the time, even if their team sucks. There's that guy, and then there is me, who's like, yeah, I think the Cowboys will win 11, 12 games, but they are better equipped to potentially make a playoff run. But that Eagles roster is very good. I think the Eagles are probably going to win the East. Beat them twice, though. You could change that. It's like it's low down here. When in my heart of hearts, if you told me the offensive line is healthy, Cowboys can win 13 or 14, but I just don't want to say it. I want to sit here quietly. So, yeah, you know, 11, 12, 11, 12. We'll see what happens. You, you, so you're what you think that you think that because you say it, that that now it's in the atmosphere. Words, I'll say this. No. Words have power. Words do no, have power. Now, you can manifest, but that's about you. I can't manifest for them. Okay. Okay. I cannot manifest for them. Okay. No, I just like to watch and not like, I like to have it be like when my teams lose, I go, yeah, that was probably going to happen. And that way, if they start winning and they win all the things you could go, yay. As opposed to going into a year, like if they don't win, I stupid heads. I've, <laughs> I prefer to go in and just be like, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Right, we'll see. And then all you can get is good because the bad I'm ready for bad. Yeah. Look, I'm ready for bad. Okay. Life is a struggle. <laughs> I'm ready for bad. When the good hits, sweet. Uh, and when it doesn't, eh, whatever. That's life. Yeah. Did you tell me who are the two people? I'm sorry. I, we just, I've been. Uh, I, told you, I told you one, but I do want to get into this story, though. So I told you one offensively. I will get back to one defensively. Maybe we, maybe we won't. But Oh, Simi? Simi, yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's. But, uh, you know, a lot of these guys, like Simi, are going into this game and just want to kind of give the fans a kind of a, a behind-the-curtain break the third – what is it, the third wall? The third wall? Is that what it is called? I don't know, but you don't tell me Simi is texting Will Greer right now, like, hey, listen, Merch, I need the ball. I, I can guarantee you that – I can guarantee you that conversation is had. And But guys come into these games and, and there's these numbers, right? Because I remember – I can tell you the game. We were playing at Minnesota. It was the last preseason game of the season. And I go to that game. I'm like, man, ha, huh, it was a great ride. I was working security, 
about seven months ago. And now I'm here at the Dallas Cowboys, and uh, I got a chance to kind of find my way, right? At that time, we were doing cuts every week, and I kept, I kept, I kept making it. I kept getting another week, kept getting another week, kept getting another week. And I remember going into that Minnesota game saying to myself, okay, Jess, right, you're going to play a lot this Minnesota game. You know, if you can get four catches, maybe five, about 50, 60 yards, you know, a touchdown would be great. A touchdown would be great. It would be awesome. But, Maybe the Browns will call after I get cut. Yeah. And then I'm like, you know, you know, make it about two, three special team tackles, you know, create a fumble. That'd be great. That'd be great. And so you go into this game and then you realize that Steve McGee is your quarterback. <laughs> and you're like, this is a check down king. This ball's never coming out. This ball's never getting past seven yards down the football field. And that's when we're running smoke routes or running slants. Things probably not coming. And if we're running slants, he's probably throwing at 100 miles an hour. So I'm going to be fighting for my life to catch this football. FFOFL. <laughs> fighting then, for our effing lives. And, and then my only hope was if I can just get to – if I can get to Rudy Carpenter, if I can get, to, if I can still get into Rudy Carpenter, one thing – Rudy Carpenter lives by the Jeff Cavanaugh rule. Pat that two times and throw it up. PTB too, yeah. That was my uh, that was the motto when Tony was here and Des was here. Pat it twice and then throw it as far as you can. And that was Rudy Carpenter. He if Rudy was going. Rudy didn't care if it was ten interceptions or twenty interceptions. I'm throwing. Did you know that's why I love Jameis? Like to me, Jameis is the best backup quarterback ever because then you get to be entertained if you lose your starter. Yeah, because well, Jameis does not give a crap. Like he'll go to the sideline after his fourth pick of the game, and the coach will be like, "You already threw three picks. Why'd you throw that one?" And be like, "I thought I could get it there." What do you want? Yeah. I think I, I still think I can, coach. When I get back out there, I'm going to show you. <laughs> Damn. And so I go into that game, and things aren't going the way I planned it. I'm not, I got about one or two catches. I got about 14 yards, no touchdown in sight, about two special team types. Nothing that had stood out, nothing that separated me from the rest of the bunch that was trying to make this roster um, until late in the game. So late in the game, we stop them on defense, and they're about to punt the ball to us. So I'm back there. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the jammer on the left-hand side. Willie Reed's back there returning punts. And so I'm thinking, hey, Willie Reed, get a good return. We get into the two-minute drill. Rudy Carpenter, pat that thing two times and throw it up to your boy 1-6. Let's make this thing rock and roll. Get up out of here. And they punt the ball. And now normally, you know, when they punt the ball, if a return is not going to catch it or it's short, it's going to bounce. They yell either poison, 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 or Peter, 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 something for you to get the hell out the way. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm jamming and I'm jamming. And I don't hear Peter, Peter, Peter. I don't hear poison, poison, poison. But I also don't feel my defender trying to get to a place that they, like there's a return coming up my back. So my mental clock goes off and it says, turn around. <laughs> something should be happening by now Something should be happening and if it's not happening just turn around and i turn around and i try first thing you do you i want to turn around and i want to locate the football where is the football right i know that we were going to you know what our, what our block was set up for where's the football i turn i see willie reed he's still looking up so i'm like the football ain't got there yet right and i then the football bounces and it bounces again. On the second bounce, it literally bounces into my stomach. 
I pick it up and I run an 82 yards in for a touchdown. After the game is over, Jerry Jones comes up to me and he says, I've been around football my whole life. I've owned the Dallas Cowboys for whatever many years that he said at that time. He said, I've never seen a football play like that before in my life. Good job, son. That night, I got on that plane and I was saying, listen, if all else fails, I went out with the bang. And I ended up on the practice squad. A guy that was out of football for two years, selling cell phones, working at security at night, the graveyard shift. I went from a reality TV show to making the practice squad in that moment. And I do believe, I do believe it was that that was kind of, this kid has it. Let's keep him around and develop him. Let's see if he can become a player again. Let's see what he can do. And and, and it's 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 those moments that those guys will be looking for in these games today. And I hope they find them. I, I hope those guys are looking for them. I hope they find them because this game can change your life. This game is, I'm not sitting here today talking to you, Jeffrey Kavanaugh, if that play in Minnesota doesn't happen. In the fourth preseason game, in the fourth quarter, with two minutes left, that play doesn't happen. I don't go on to to make the Cowboys practice squad and then make the roster and then spend three seasons with the Cowboys. Doesn't happen. So while this game may mean nothing to the casual fan or just a regular fan, there are men in a lot of locker rooms across the league that this is everything to them, and this will this will be the determining factor of some of the, this. This changes the course of lives. That play ultimately changed the course of my life and it allowed me to be a part of an organization that has opened up so many other doors for me so when you're watching these games just know that there's men underneath those helmets that it means everything to them that's all i got well jesse i'm glad that ball bounced and hit you in the stomach and not the dong and you were ready for it because if it hit you in the dong and then they got it that wouldn't have been as good that would have been it Let's wrap this thing up. Oh, uh, who's the defensive player? Um, you forgot. One. Huh? Pick one. Oh, Calvin no. I, no, he'll make this team, unfortunately. Oh, Joseph's going to make the team. Hell, Joseph. Is, defensive lineman. Joseph has had a sneakily good preseason. I think it's going to be a defensive lineman. That's, that's going to be a tough room to keep all those guys. Elmore, Bohana. Uh, the name on that defensive line won't be on this football team come September. Yeah, either Gallimore or Bohana. I'm missing at least one, but you're going to be there's going to be a couple of guys you've gotten used to having on your team. Uh, Golston, there's going to be a guy that or two that you've been used to having that you're not going to have no more. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's um, that's a good story. Thank you, Jesse. You're a hero. Uh, that is Believe in the Dallas Cowboys presented by Bet Online. Why don't you guys all out there remember that you have no idea what anyone's going through and be cool to everyone. We love you. Be easy. Eliminate the contingencies. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.